Good evening, and welcome to Five Day with Jay. I am your host, J.R. Murdoch. How are you this evening? Thank you so much for joining me. It's wonderful that you're here. This week so far has been a little trip down memory lane. Not only was meeting with Jack Mangan and being on his show, talking about heavy metal albums, both new and old, just running the gamut of different albums and songs, but revisiting all of my old short stories. I'm not, I've already done the editing on them and that was fun to do. Now I'm going through and reminiscing about the stories and writing just a couple paragraphs, 300, 400 words about each short story as I'm going through them or short collection as some of them are flash fiction collections. And it's fun going through and remembering what was the inspiration for the story? What did I do with the story after I wrote it? who purchased the story if the story was actually published those type of things and it's fun going through some of these stories and remembering that the harder part is coming up with the little blurb part that i'll be putting up on on amazon and other sites for selling the stories it's it's just fun going through and doing these right now getting to a little bit of a rhythm and that's was the whole plan with the assembly line process that i'm doing is to go through and just work on one piece at a time and that way I get into a rhythm of flow and things get done quicker. I'm most likely not going to get everything done before May 5th. I'd like to, but it's probably not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to keep plugging away as much as I can, but my goal is to get everything for May and June completed with the blurbs and the edits, which will be four short stories and one book, one ebook, one print book. I want to get all of that done first and then I'll work on the next two months of content as I'm writing. So I'll be writing and then doing ad copy as I go and dropping notes into these short stories. As again, like I said, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I'll be doing as many as I can before I kick back into writing GRPC3. It's interesting. It's an interesting exercise to go through old works and to see where they've been, what I've done with them, why I did what I did with them. I don't know, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And remember, like I said, remembering where some of these were published at. Most of the stories that I have that have been published, I went looking for the books and the anthologies that I know they were in. Once upon a time, I could still find the pages. They were print-on-demand, but they're long gone. Even the sites that were doing the print-on-demand, those sites are completely gone. The bookmark, bookmarks I have go nowhere. If you ever got a copy of one of these books, you're good. Otherwise, some of them, they're just, they're like I said, they'll, they'll never be seen again. Uh, even some of the more recent ones. Uh, the ones that I was looking at this evening, one was printed in an anthology called Maelstrom. I got five pounds for it. It was my first story I ever sold to a print magazine. I'd sold a couple to e-zines. This was my first print story. And it was fun to, oh yeah, I remember when this one got printed and I was really excited about it. Great story. And I decided, well, maybe I'd go look and maybe, maybe that anthology is still out there. It was print on demand. Maybe they're still doing, no, no, it's... It's the entire website that it was posted on is completely gone. Not even any inkling that it was ever that it ever existed. So hey, 
maybe if I become rich and famous, people will track down that anthology and be like, hey, I found this one. I found the first Murdoch print. Um, like, I have no idea how many were ever printed. I have no idea how many copies exist. I know I have my copy. I might have two, but I've got my copy. I'm stored away somewhere. Again, very, very happy. I did have a couple of people at work that I know that got copies. Don't know if they still have them or if they got rid of them. Um, again, this was probably in the 20, 2010, 2011 time range. Yeah, it's a, 10 years ago. Been a while. Um, so it's it's fun. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun to go through and to check these stories out. Tonight was a regular night, just did some errands and watched a little bit of news while I was eating dinner. And Once I got done eating, I, I wasn't even focusing on the news. My brain was already, oh, hey, I'm going to work on this story, that story, and the other thing. And then I opened up my Excel spreadsheet. Okay. One note, one drive, or whatever the heck it is. I love you. I love that one drive. Yeah, I love that you save stuff up to the cloud. But I had this document on my desktop. When I decided to save it, so it would save to the cloud, you know, hit that autosave button, it said, oh, I'm going to move this into your OneDrive. And I didn't realize it had done that. So when I opened up the Excel spreadsheet on my desktop, all the changes I'd done previously were gone. So I'm going through and I'm applying the changes and I'm like, oh, let me, and I'm like 15, 20 minutes of working on the spreadsheet again. I decided to turn on autosave. I'm like, oh, wait, didn't I turn on autosave before? Turn on autosave, and that's when it saves a duplicate copy in that folder. And I'm like, okay. And I went and found found it, pulled up all the old changes, and I'm like, okay, well, here's everything I had already done previously. Let me delete this copy. Let me move the copy off my desktop and pin the copy to my taskbar so I have the correct version where I need it. Um, Eh, you know, these things happen. Uh, lost a little bit of time doing that, but again, getting myself organized, getting myself prepared, and moving on from there. At any rate, um, very short one this evening. Feels like another Monday. I don't know why. It just, this week has been one of those weeks. Um, I made the brilliant move with my work. My work laptop is still on, so I apologize if you can hear the fans in the background. But it's working really hard. We got a major Windows update, and I clicked on it to start doing it in the middle of the day. And it said, make sure you have several hours. I read that after I had started it, and then once you start it, you cannot stop it. It just goes. So I started it. I did menial work for the rest of the day to make sure that I wasn't going to lose anything I was working on for work and just let it run. I do need to check my home computer, see if there's anything going on with it where I need to do an update. I try and keep my home PC as up to date as possible. Just a lot going on. Um, I did watch a fascinating episode of 20 books to 50k. Again, I'm not here to give writing advice, but all I'm going to say is one of the things he brought up is that many, many times authors will come to him and say, 
but I don't have the money to get started in publishing my own work. The person that's doing the 20 books to 50k video series is currently making between 150,000 and 250,000 a month with his writing. He's been at it for a few years. I don't know what genre he writes in. I haven't gone to go seek his work out. He's mainly in Kindle Unlimited. He has a few books that he went wide with, but that's his focus. What he said in this episode is something that I've told other people as well. You don't need to make a perfect book out of the box with your very first book. Don't think that you can. Don't think that you will. Don't spend your time trying to do that. Also, don't don't go broke trying to publish a book. If you're spending $1,000 on a cover and two, $3,000 on editing and you're giving someone $1,000 to do your formatting, why? Why are you giving your money away? Work on your skills first. As he was saying on his show, he used Word to edit it to edit his store, his first book. He read through it. He downloaded a free program that did editing as well. Edited the book as best he could. He made a cover because he was working at the time in an office. Only thing he had available to, to him was PowerPoint. He used PowerPoint to create a, his book cover for print. I saw it and it's a terrible, terrible book cover. He's obviously changed it over the years, but that's what he did. He did everything himself made the book cover himself, published it himself, and moved on. It doesn't have to be something perfect, and this is something I've told many people many, many times. Don't beat your head against the wall trying to polish and make something as perfect as you can. Make it as the best you can right now. If you can invest money in it, do so. If you don't feel you're ready to do that, then don't. Do the best you can. Your next work, improve on what you did the previous time. Tell a better story. Do a better cover. Write better sales copy. Do better editing. And get it out there. And then work on the next book. And you're doing small incremental progressions of getting better at your work. The more... You can't get worse at writing if you continue to write. You can't get worse at making book covers if you keep on making book covers. Just like doing these videos, I'm not gonna get worse at making these videos because I'm doing them regularly. I'm, I'm creating them a stream of thought consciousness most of the time, but again, do the best you can at the time. Set it aside, move on, create something else. Painting, same way. You're never gonna paint a masterpiece with your first work. If you do, wonderful. It's all downhill from there. But for the rest of us, it's a steep uphill climb. And, and you're going to have a long, long, slow struggle getting up that. The other thing that he mentioned, and this is something that I've said before, I'm learning with this whole YouTube thing. I'm learning to grow my audience. I'm learning to spread my outreach. One thing I have noticed is that I, I uploaded these to Anchor as well, which uploads to Spotify and a couple other programs. Getting one viewer over there. That one viewer that's over there and you're listening to these all the time, thank you so much for listening to them. I appreciate you and you make me so happy. To the 
one to five people that watch these YouTube videos every day. Thank you so much for coming here and watching what I'm doing. I'm happy that you came here to listen to me ramble for a few minutes. I know that it's going to take me months, if not years, to grow my audience with these videos and with the audio that I'm releasing. My website, I write a blog post every day and I get five to ten people reading my blog. You know what? I've got an audience. I've got a few people that are coming and checking out what I'm doing almost every day. I think this is incredible. I think it's wonderful. It is beyond my expectations at this point. I expected to be six months in to recording these videos and still having one, maybe zero people watching any of these videos at all. It's been a slow, steady climb and just watching somebody subscribe. My blog, I've been blogging for over 12 years and I just reached 100 people following my blog. Again, it's been random and intermittent over the years, but I've gotten more consistent and I believe that I believe as wholeheartedly is that consistency is the key to success and that is what I'm working on is being consistent. I'm being consistent with the blogging, I'm being consistent with these videos, and I'm going to be consistent with publishing my work. Consistency is key. That's all I'm saying and I am not soaking thousands of dollars into my work to get it out there for people to enjoy. That's not my goal. My goal is not to spend $1,000 per piece of work to get it published. I'm not going to do that. I would love to get a beta reader crew behind me to read my books to make sure that they're more air-free than I'm currently making them, to make them better, or even to improve them. If you want to join my beta reading team, send me an email. Say, hey, Jay, I would love to join your beta reading team. Jay at ofgnomesanddwarves.com. Drop me a line. I would love to hear from you. I would love to send you some free ebooks to read. Let me know. But I know that once I start this sales process, May 5th, I'm probably going to get a total of zero sales, maybe one. I would be surprised if I get more than one. I honestly would. I would be floored if I got more than one sale when I launch this book. If I do, I will be shocked. I, I, I have no expectation of this book taking off like a rocket from day one. Six months down the road, I expect to have maybe 20 sales on the first book I'm releasing on May 5th. That's my expectation. I'm keeping my expectations low. Yes, I would love to sell a thousand books on the first day, but I know that realistically that's not going to happen and will likely never happen for any of my books for a long time to come. You gotta start somewhere. Like I said, when I started this video series back in October, if I waited until I was ready, I would never start. I started in October doing this series, Five a Day with Jay. Yes, I'm no longer doing five minutes at a time, but I'm having a blast recording these videos and putting them out. It's fun for me, and that's why I do it. And I'm also trying to reach an audience. You, you are who I'm trying to reach. And again, I appreciate absolutely everybody that comes here, everyone that comments, everyone that just says hi, everyone that just knocks on my door and downloads an episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you for following me on this ride. I could continue to ramble all night, but you know what? I'm going to go write a couple more pieces of ad copy. I got a blog post to go write. So I have been Jay. You have been awesome. Until next time.